So I was out for this drive. I was out on a long drive by myself and I didn't have any podcasts to listen to. And so I was just thinking, and I was thinking, it, and, the, and by the way, as you're listening to this, and as I was having this thought, it was early December, so the end of the year. And so if you're listening to this out of sequence, my apologies, but it still applies and it will apply eventually. Anyway, I'm driving and I was just thinking about some things that weren't going right. And I was like, you know, this is the holiday season for a lot of people. And I was like, this time of year sucks. <laughs> this time of year sucks, especially, and I should say really mostly in the music industry. It's just a weird time. And that's what I want to unpack today on the show is just, this is a weird time. End of year is a weird time to be a record label. I want to acknowledge that. And we're going to unpack that. And we're going to look at four reasons why it is a weird time and four ways that you can kind of better deal with this weird end of year time. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an independent record label. I want to give a huge shout out to my friends at Vinyl Moon who have sponsored this month uh, on the podcast. Remember, we get to do these podcasts every single week. We get to have our newsletter that goes out. We get to have our website that's packed full of resources. And that's made possible by our sponsors. And the sponsor for this week is Vinyl Moon. Dear friends of mine, I've been friends with them for over a half decade. And what they are is they're a vinyl subscription service. They send monthly records out. But what's special about these records is that they're highly curated. They're curated for each song that's on this record. It's like a mixtape. It's a compilation, but not really a compilation. And it gives like a special feeling that you get, whether it there's a tie between all the songs sonically or, or lyrically, or there's something else happening, or it just fits the season of your life. And then the artwork that they do with each one of these monthly records is really beautiful. They work with huge artists. We posted about this last week. We did an interview with Brandon, the founder of Vinyl Moon. And, you know, one of the comments that we had on YouTube was that, you know, Vinyl Moon just does everything well. Like even the box it comes in is an incredible experience. So speaking of end of year, if you're looking for a gift for someone, um, maybe consider getting them a, a year subscription to Vinyl Moon. Uh, or or however it works. And uh, I think they'll love it or you'll love it as a music fan. And if you're a record label, you can also reach out to them and submit your music to be featured on one of these compilations. So a big shout out to Vinyl Moon for sponsoring. Go to vinylmoon.co. That's vinylmoon.co. Today, I want to talk about why this time of year sucks As a, um, aside from getting presents, which is great. And I know that this is like this is a hard time of year for a lot of people. And I know some of the people who listen to our show, about 70 or 80% of them listen to this in the week it comes out. And so this will be relevant to you as it's coming out very close to Christmas at the end of the season. But if you do listen to our episodes out of sequence, then you will still find this helpful because December is coming. And there are four reasons why I think December is weird. And by the way, I'll put the notes from today's episode. You can also watch this episode as a video by going to otherrecordlabels.com slash year end. That's one word, year end. Okay, there's four things that was make that I was thinking, you know, kind of distract you or annoy you uh, this time of year. And then I really, I have four things that I have personally gotten good at doing that I think you can adopt all four of them or one of them, or maybe kind of MacGyver them into your own thing that helps you get through this year end a little bit better. Okay, so first of all, let's number one is Spotify Wrapped. Let's let's um let's take a poop on Spotify just for a second here. And and honestly, I, I, we're not going to get into the whole thing. Things are always changing. We're not going to get into the pay thing. And and I, you know, we we just did an interview that'll come out soon 
about some labels who actually do incredibly well and are sustained by Spotify, uh, regardless of how little it is. And, and, and I know it's difficult for some people to bite the hand that feeds, but when it comes to Spotify wrapped, it's just so weird because a, it falsely makes us feel good about ourselves. And then it also falsely makes us feel bad about ourselves. Like I can't help, but look at my peers and compare my numbers to their numbers I do that all the time. And it, sometimes it makes me feel better about myself for a half second. And then sometimes it makes me feel worse about myself for half a day. Um, it's kind of ridiculous. And honestly, we know like, and everybody talks about this every year. We know that this is just a monumental, uh, uh, incredibly creative, probably one of the best marketing campaigns for a mega corporation that we've ever seen. The fact that it's like, let's, capitalize on people's insecurities on artists insecurities you know everybody loves to talk about themselves everybody loves to brag especially on social media and that's what makes this campaign from spotify's perspective being to being one of the like the most genius ideas ever i feel like it's losing steam a little bit um but it's certainly has gone a long way for them but it's one of the reasons i think for us as record labels um, it reminds us to compare ourselves to others, which sucks. And we don't want to do that. And nor should we do that. There are so many other circumstances, um, as to why that we should consider so many other variables and comparing ourselves to people is just a fool's errand. So I just want to say, you know, I don't want to dive into the whole Spotify thing. We'll cover that in the coming year, I'm sure in some way or another, but it, it is one of the reasons to me, it's like the start of the season of this is a tough, this is a tough season. And especially I think coming out of the fall, I always find the fall to be a great time to be a record label. I think the fall is a great time to be an artist. I like releasing records in the fall. I feel like I always have a captive audience, sort of similar in January, February, um, with like, you know, in, in my country, people are snowed in at that time. So, um, but I, I do think fall it kind of, it's, it works a little bit in tandem with the school semesters in a way. So I feel like you have a bit of a captive audience and that's certainly true. The television shows would, would release in the fall and in the winter as well. Right. So anyway, i I do feel like we're kind of, we kind of come out of this, like, you know, there might be black Friday sales or Bandcamp Friday, and then you come into December and Spotify wrapped is the first thing that kind of just starts to take the wind out of our sales. And that leads me to number two reason why this time of year sucks. And that's year end lists. Now, before I go into this, I just want to say year end lists uh, play a really important role for curators and for blogs and for magazines. And so I want to say for a lot of those, a lot of the blogs, especially the indie blogs and curators, we really appreciate you. And we really appreciate what you do for our artists. It is unnecessary and it is um, very, very appreciated. And I think Year Endless allows, it's their day in the sun. And almost like December can be about them and all of the music that they've covered this past year and all of the things that they've championed and been proud of. And so I just want to take a moment and say Year Endless are problematic for some reasons, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. But for blogs, they make a lot of sense. And for curators, they make a lot of sense because they're celebrating um, all of the artists that they have supported this year and we should celebrate those blogs. And so anybody who's posting your endless, um, really engage with them. Cause I think it's, it's, it's for blogs and curators. It's their moment to shine. And we love that, but there's also a problem with these year endless for me, because like I doom scroll them. I'm like, 
scrolling these 50, just praying that maybe one of my releases is on there, like out of a miracle, maybe a typo or something. And then when it's not, I feel like crap. And then the next day, another list comes out and I repeat that cycle. And it's weird. And it's very similar to Spotify wrapped. It really doesn't make a difference. It's kind of like luck if you get on these lists, because it's just that curator just happens to like your type of music. And it's, you know, and there's millions of people who like your type of music and there's millions of people who don't like your type of music. And so, you know, we know these lists are, are not really a huge deal as a music fan. I've tried to pay attention to them because I, I, there have been times where I've discovered an album. I saw an album at number two on somebody's list a couple of years ago, and it turned out to be one of my favorite albums of the year. And I didn't discover it until like the second week of December. So I, I don't mind them. I, I like to scroll them. I think they're interesting. We as a society, as an internet, we love lists. So it makes a lot of sense. But I can understand for you, for a lot of the labels in our audience, you're probably not appearing on anyone's list this year. And um, and that's tough. It's just hard to, you know, it's hard. It's like not getting invited to any of the cool parties. I get it. And, um, and I'm not saying, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not saying that these lists should stop. I'm just saying... Uh, it, it's tough. I, I know it can be tough and it's hard to know if this is something that we should measure ourselves by. Is this something that we should have a strategy in? Should we? And, and, you know, I released a record this past year in uh, May, but, or June. And I also released one in January and I was like, man, no one, but when it comes to urine list, no one is going to be thinking about that record I did in January. And I, I, that's the other thing too, about your endless. I'm like, when should you release a record? If you actually care about your endless, like, if you release in December, you've missed it, right? So, and, or if people are trying to like shoehorn you into their list, but they've only been listening to this record for a couple of days. And then it's like, okay, so maybe August, September is a really good time because you're fresh in their mind and they've had an, a couple of months to really listen to it. Maybe spring, but like, then you start going back to January, February and it's like, does anybody remember what was released back then? You know what I mean? Anyway, year end lists are tough. Um, but I just, I do want to say that, um, it's a good time for us to be reminded of all the blogs um, who support our music. Reason number three this time of year sucks is because nothing is happening. I mean, there might be, by the way, this is kind of a good time to do a label showcase moving forward. If you want to think about next year or to do an event, because people are going out, people are going out, they're getting dressed up. And when we launched our label, or we actually kind of accidentally launched our label, we, we did a, a show with two bands and it was like, Hey, we've got something going on here. And it was the first week of December. It was like a Thursday night in December and it was, it was packed in there. And it's because everyone was done exams and it was like, it, this was in the college days and, and everybody was keen to, to go out and it was snowy and it was a beautiful night and we had a blast. And so I, I do find like December can happen for events like early December, but for the most part, nothing is happening. In fact, if you look at Bandcamp editorial, you're not allowed to submit music usually by after Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, all the way up into the first week of January. So there's really, you can't even, if you're trying to promote a record in January, you can't even really submit to them two months early because they've started to shut down. The same thing, even a digital aggregators will, um, and Apple Music will not, maybe this has changed, but for a long time, they will not ingest new music into their system for the two weeks over the holidays. And so if you're trying to get ahead of, of something for a January, February release, and you're trying to submit something in December, you can't even do that. And there's obviously people are on holiday. So if you're trying to 
submit stuff. I mean, I, I released a record in January, like I mentioned, and, and it was difficult because I was like, when do I promote this? I would normally send this to people a month or two months early, but that's American Thanksgiving and all through the month of December. And it was just, I was getting emails bounced back or people were not opening it until the new year. And by that time, the album was already out. So it was really difficult. So for that reason, December is a very difficult time because nothing is happening and it feels like you can't really release anything. Now we're going to talk about the idea of releasing things in December, but for now it's a difficult year because nothing is happening. And finally, number four reason why this time of year sucks is because it's exhausting and it's the end, right? It's the end of a marathon. And, um, I don't know about you, but I did a marathon about 13 years ago when I was younger and healthier and, and, and lighter on my knees. Um, and I was like, I was like a gazelle for the first half. And then I was like a really old gazelle for like the last, uh, third or the last three quarters of the race. And then the last like five kilometers of the race, I sat on a park bench. I did. I, I, it was a beautiful area that I was running in and I just sat on a park bench in the middle of the race and looked out over the water and contemplated contemplating um, not finishing and I was exhausted. And then by the time I mean, I was chafed, I was chafed so bad. It was brutal. It was so hot. And, uh, and it's like, you're thirsty, but you're thirsty on your insides. It's not something like you can't get water to your, you know, you need an IV. And so for the last like five kilometers, yeah, which is like three miles for our American friends, um, I was, you know, I was just like falling over the finish line. I could barely, it was brutal. And that's kind of, I don't know if, about you, but that's what it feels like for December for me. And I, oddly, it kind of resets in January. I get a little bit of a new, um, I get amnesia about how hard it is to be an artist and to, to run a record label these days. And I start fresh and I feel good again in January. And, and then maybe a little bit of a low time in the summer. And then I pick up steam in the fall and do all these things in the fall. And then by the time that December comes along, I'm exhausted. So raise your hand if that's you, if you feel exhausted this time of year. Um, and, uh, and that's okay. And that's just another reason because you, and, and I say these four things and I would love to hear from you, by the way, if, if this is resonating with you and I, I hope you're, I, I really hope that you were feeling the same thing I was feeling when I was on my drive just a couple of days ago and, and what inspired this episode, because I think a lot of people are. And so I would love to hear from you if, if you're saying, yeah, these are the things, but when we're exhausted, when we've worked and a lot of us are solo operators and, and when you get to the end of these 12 months and then you get hit with a Spotify for rap, Spotify for wrapped artists, Spotify wrapped, and you feel those insecurities that come with that. And then the year end lists and the insecurities that come with that and the imposter syndrome and, <clears throat> and those type of things. And then the fact that you just don't know what's on the horizon or that you have maybe nothing happening this month. Um, it all just kind of compounds on itself. So please raise your hand, leave a comment, send an email, um, drop, drop a note in our Facebook group. Maybe we could be a little bit, um, you know, we can help each other out uh, that way. Um, and, uh, I'd love to know that now there's four, four ways before I let you go. There's four ways that I want to help you fix this. Number one, stop everything. And that's okay. It's okay. If you want to be a record label for 11 months of the year, if you want to run a little holiday sale, um, that's cool. A lot of people do that during black Friday. Um, and so the holiday sale, I don't know if that works and it's hard to guarantee shipping things 
to arrive before Christmas. But if you want to, fine. <clears throat> Otherwise, stop. Just just completely shut down. I've told you this before, but I I started shutting down things in the summer. And I've I've gotten to a place where I've been trying to do that with other record labels as well in the summer by pre-recording some things and kind of planning a strategy because people are a little bit disconnected in the summer. And the same thing is true for December. And it's one of the reasons why we do some episodes like this and we do our book reviews and stuff this time of year. And so I think um, if you know that this time of year is coming or if you are living it right now, it's okay to just like, you know, put the computer to sleep, get up, leave it and just readdress things in January. I mean, if you get orders that come in December, just leave them just, or maybe put an autoresponder and just leave it. But I think it's a good idea just to stop everything. If, if these things are getting a bit too much and literally shut down, put the close sign, uh, on your record label for December. I think that's a lot of people do that. A lot of writers are doing that. And so I think a lot of people respect you for doing that. And that leads me to my second tip for you, and that's to plan for it. And so we know, and, 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 and let's say you want to shut down for December, but you're listening to this and it's the middle of December. And so it's too late. Well, this is a good thing to plan for, for next December. And the same thing happened, like I mentioned with other record labels in the summer, I started noticing that people were really disconnected and it was not the time of year that people wanted to start a record label. People are actually very entrepreneurial and excited at the beginning of the year, at the end of the year, uh, back to school in the spring. But for some reason, they're not really entrepreneurial or working on their record label during the summer. And so I was like really confused the first summer I was running the show and the platform. And I was like, why are people just not engaged? And then I realized, and then the next summer I planned for it. I'm like, okay, we're just going to pre-record episodes. We're going to do a series. And so I'm kind of encouraging you. We know that December is a problem. And so let's plan for it. Let's, and that doesn't mean planning to shut down, but it could, it could be, let's plan to do something really special. Let's do an advent thing. 12 days of Christmas, 12 days of your record label leading up. That's something that you can plan for next year. And so you're going into this year. So let's say September, you have a meeting with your team and you say, okay, December's coming. We know we're going to get hit with Spotify wrapped, which is depressing. We know we're going to get hit with year endless, which we may be featured on, or we may not. Who cares? It's okay. Um, we, you know, we're going to be tired because we'll have just done all these things in, in the fall. So let's plan for that. Does that mean we shut down? Does that mean we do something really low key? So I think it's really critical. And again, it, it doesn't have to be a complete shutdown. It can be the opposite. It could be something massive that you plan for December, but it's really good if you anticipate it and you know, December's coming, these things are coming. Let's be prepared. I think that's really, really key. Uh, and number three is you could be super bold if you want. I remember I talked to a record label who said that they try to release music in December because they feel like they get more attention because there's less noise. There's less releases happening. Maybe you're going to do something for Christmas. You're going to do a, a Christmas release. Um, or maybe you're going to do the opposite. Maybe you're going to release something that's like not Christmassy at all. This is the time of year to be super bold. Maybe you launch a product. Maybe you launch a new service. I mean, that's can get difficult because it's, you know, it, it could fail because like I mentioned, people are disengaged during this time of year. They're otherwise occupied. Um, but it is a time of year to take some chances because 
if it doesn't go well, people probably aren't paying attention. <laughs> and if it does go well, then you've just made, um, you've turned this crappy month into something really special. So the, it is a good time of year to be bold and try something new. And finally, and this is my favorite one, is to get charitable, to get, to be generous this month. Now, I don't just mean like giving to food banks. That's great. This is a great time of year where you can maybe do a huge sale and give everything that you can to a charity in your community or a charity that's really important to you. We see labels do that all the time, but there's other ways you can get charitable. We've talked about this. You could, instead of just giving to a charity, and I think that's a great idea, but some other more creative ideas that you could be to help you be charitable this month is maybe you feature a record label, a different record label every week of the month. And you say, this is a label I'm a big fan of. And we're always talking about our own record label here on our social medias. And this month, we're going to talk about my friend's record label that I really love or a great label that has inspired me. Or maybe you do the same thing, but for artists who aren't on your roster. Maybe each artist on your roster gets to pick their favorite album of the year and they write a little essay and you use all your social media channels to promote a record that isn't on your roster or isn't in your catalog. That will shock a lot of people because what you do on your platform for the other 11 months is pretty much talk about yourself, talk about your own record label and talk about your artists, which is okay. That's what you have to do, but it gets exhausting and it feels like you're annoying your audience and then it's falling on deaf ears by the time the end of the year comes along. And so it might be a cool idea to kind of surprise people and delight people and wake up people by promoting something and someone that isn't you or isn't your record label. And so that's another way you can get charitable. Remember at the beginning, I was talking about those blogs and those curators, the independent ones, the people that support our music, our genre, support our artists, our labels for seemingly nothing in return. This is a great time of year to showcase them. Maybe you do your own top 10 list, top 10 blogs, music blogs out there. You know what I mean? Um, and, and you put the, the spotlight on the people who have helped us. You could do a different um, music industry partner each week and just celebrate them and say, this blog has celebrated us all year and it's time we celebrate them. Maybe you even send them a gift card or a thank you. Do the same thing for your mastering engineer or a recording studio or a pressing plant that you're really thankful for that has helped you or anybody that's helped your label in the year. Um, you can celebrate them. So the four reasons why this time of year sucks, Spotify wrapped, year end lists, the fact that nothing's happening and that you are burnt out, you're exhausted. But the ways we can fix it is one, you could just not do anything for this month. Number two is you could actually have a plan for it, be prepared for it, knowing that these things are coming in the summer, in the fall, start to plan for what you're going to do or what you're not going to do in December. Number three, you could be bold. You can flip this idea on its head and say, we're actually going to, we're going to do something. We're going to take the spotlight because nobody else is taking the spotlight. And number four is you can just get charitable, uh, embrace that holiday season and uh, whatever that is, and, um, and, and go out there and celebrate people who, have, who you don't normally celebrate, people who are not your own record label, not your artists, people that have helped you, people who don't get their own day in the sun. So I hope you found that helpful. You can get the notes from today's episode. It's it's listed below, otherrecordlabels.com slash year-end. Remember, our website is chocked full of resources. And every time we do a new episode, we list it 
on the on the category section. So if you're new to the podcast or if you're just listening uh, and there's a topic that you have a problem with, then you can go and search by that and it's on our website. By the way, if you're still listening to the end of this, we're going to be dropping some more information and we just put a little bit of details in our Facebook community. But in the new year, in January, we're launching something called Label Mates. You'll be hearing more about it in email and across the platform. Um, but this is a very small group. It's a six-week intensive where if you are a new record label that just started in the past 12 months, or if you're planning on launching your record label in the next 12 months, there is a group of about eight to 10 of us who are going to meet for six weeks, a super intense once a week live call um, where we help each other build and grow a record label. And we also get a live Q&A with experts in the fields of accounting and legal and law. And so to find out more about that, go to otherrecordlabels.com slash labelmates. That's all one word, otherrecordlabels.com slash labelmates. And you'll be hearing more about that soon. But if you listen to the end of this episode, you got a little sneak peek there. And again, another shout out to my friends at Vinyl Moon. If you're looking for that year-end Christmas present, holiday present, uh, whatever you, birthday present for someone, go to vinylmoon.co and show them, show them some love because they're supporting this community as well. Thanks for listening. <laughs>